Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. someone as a very spiritual person. Now again, I'm not saying that they're the enemy. I'm saying that that they're deceived. Quite often, you know, they're, as Paul worded it in the beginning, they've been carried away by, by these lifeless, mute idols. They don't even realize it, but they're, they're, they, they're trapped. You need to pray for them, but you certainly should not yoke yourself to them. That's a very foolish mistake, and, and it'll do harm to you, it'll do harm to them. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you not to attach yourself to unhealthy people. Oftentimes, you can be blinded by your love for someone, blinded to poor choices that they may be making, choices that impact them and impact you by association. So Pastor Robert will warn you today to be careful of who you choose to associate with and spend your time with. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The next one that he lists is prophecy. The one that I think of with, with that is when Peter stood up and it says, you know, after Pentecost and all of that, and there was the big crowd of people gathered all confused about what was taking place. And he preached a powerful sermon to them. He didn't pull any punches. And and the Bible says they were cut to the heart. That's something that a man can't do. It has to be God. It has to be God. When you see God's message being delivered in God's power, that's the gift of prophecy being manifested in a person's life by the Holy Spirit. It's it's not just foretelling the future. We think of it that way, but it's not. It's It's the presentation, the proclamation of God's message and God's power. That's the gift of prophecy. See, God's outside of time. It, to him, it's irrelevant. Past, present, future, it, it, no, no real bearing for him. It's immaterial. He sees it all. And so when he speaks, he speaks from outside, you know, into our reality. But, you know, one day is, is a thousand years. A thousand years is like a day. It, it, it really is somewhat irrelevant. But this gift of prophecy that he talks about, it, it is when his message goes forth in his power through an individual. Discerning of spirits. There's one we really need. And he tells us that is actually a gift of the Holy Spirit. 1 John 4, 1 to 3 tells us that we really need to be applying that in, in the church. We test the spirits to see whether or not they're from God. Because not all of them are. You realize people will sometimes tell me, you know, that, and, and I usually hear it from a single person. Quite often, more often than not, it's from a, a single lady. Pastor, I met this guy. He's, I mean, we're in love, you know. We, we, we need counseling. But he's not a Christian, but he's really spiritual. When you look at what the Bible teaches, 
That can be true. The problem is, it's the wrong spirit. It's the wrong spirit. If the Spirit of God is not present, and that individual is a very spiritual person, you better look deeply into it. Because there are other spirits. They're all liars, and they're all very gifted counterfeiters. And so I challenge you, when you see someone as a very spiritual person... Now again, I'm not saying that they're the enemy, I'm saying that... That they're deceived. Quite often, you know, they're, as Paul worded it in the beginning, they've been carried away by, by these lifeless, mute idols. They don't even realize it, but they're, they're, they, they're trapped. You need to pray for them, but you certainly should not yoke yourself to them. That's a very foolish mistake, and, and it'll do harm to you, it'll do harm to them. That's a basic kind of a thing because the Bible is, is so clear on it. The, the part where we actually need the supernatural gifting of God to, to discern is with some of these people who know the Bible and they, they look like sheep. Maybe even they look, maybe they even look like shepherds. And they have all kinds of letters behind their name to tell you how much they know and how much education they have and but the reality is, they're false prophets. In Acts chapter 20, and there are a whole bunch of places in the Scripture that caution us about this, but in Acts chapter 20, verse 29, the Apostle Paul was, he was cautioning the elders at, at Ephesus, and he knew his life was over. He knew he's pretty well done. And he said, guys, I've warned you through tears. I'm, I'm begging you, please, you, you have to guard the flock. You, you have to stand watch over these who have been entrusted to you, because after I go, wolves are going to come in. You spot a wolf. If they're eating sheep, there's a good chance it's a wolf. What does that mean? Well, they come in and they play the game and they seem all spiritual and they're really into the worship and they're praying and they're studying their Bible. But at the first opportunity, they're hitting you up for something. They're feeding off you. They're leeching off you. They want to borrow money from you. They're, they've got some new business venture that they want you to, to get into with them. And it's, it's all about that. It's, there's, there's never really a whole lot about true fellowship in the Word, or, or helping you, or ministering to you, or serving you. It's all about getting from you. They're always wanting to be on the receiving end. They're not, they're not giving. And quite often, you will simply have a sense. You know, we, we had a man here some time back that, and we've had it happen more than once, where we're, we're sitting down, my wife and I, and the, the leadership, and, and we know something's wrong. Something is not right. Don't know what yet. We just know that we know. And quite often that's the, that's the way it happens. Pay attention to those things. Pay attention to those impressions. You meet someone who says they're a Christian, and you just, I'm just not, I don't know. Mm. Pay attention. You can't really act on that, can you? It's, it's, again, it's very subjective. But don't ignore it either. That's a mistake, because if you'll begin to pray... God will cause things to come to light. He'll bring things to light. He'll bring it to the surface. He promises to do that. And He's good at it. He's good at it. Sometimes it'll be so that you can minister to the person and pray for them and, you know, because not every wolf stays a wolf. The Apostle Paul started off a wolf and he ended up being a, a wonderful shepherd. But he, in the beginning, he was killing Christians. Sometimes God will do that, but be careful with that. We need the work of the Holy Spirit 
to give us discernment. The gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation, that one we're going to get into a lot more when we get into chapter 14. Two things that I want you to notice, and I challenge you to research it for yourself, because this is where the biggest error comes in, as, as I see it. 1 Corinthians 14, 2 through 5, specifically verse 2, the Apostle Paul says, when a man speaks, when a person speaks in an unknown tongue, their spirit does not speak to men, but to God. That would clear up so much confusion about tongues. It's always prayer. And you never find anything in the Scripture that says different from that. Even though in charismatic circles, and the church that I attended, the ministry I was involved with for years, taught that you had two different types of tongues. You had the prayer language and, and then the message in tongues, which was generally prophetic. That's not biblical. You can't find it. Nowhere in there. I challenge you. You have to kind of tweak things a little bit to get that understanding out of it. And where it comes from is the rest of the sentence in verse 2, that the man's people can't understand it. The man is speaking mysteries to God, which is true. Nobody understands it. Generally, even the person speaking it doesn't understand it. That's why there needs to be an interpretation if it's done publicly. That's what the Bible says. It doesn't make any exceptions. It doesn't give any little caveats. It just says when a man speaks... When a person speaks in an unknown tongue, they're speaking to God, not to men. Therefore, if it's done publicly, there should be an interpretation so that everybody can benefit from it and be on the same page. Now, the implication there is that, you know what, really, it's given to you for your personal relationship with your father. It's really best applied that way. It's not a rule. But we, we kind of have one in terms of our public larger meetings because can you imagine... We're in South Beach. This place sometimes can get chaotic enough without a whole bunch of people speaking in tongues. We don't want a circus kind of an environment. That's not what God intended. It's intended to be a means by which he can build you. What he says in chapter 14 is, is that the person praying in the Spirit, the person praying in tongues is edified, being constructed by God. It's... Edifying for the individual. And, and he goes on to talk about the fact that prophecy, which is completely different, is given by God through an individual for the edification of other people, for their, you know, constructive benefit and, and, and so forth. The Apostle Paul had a burden in his heart for the churches. He wanted to express the importance of following Jesus, even when it meant discussing difficult topics. In his first letter to the Corinthian church, Paul set aside any desires he may have had to be liked by all people to tell the truth. Sin needs to be dealt with. This is true for every follower of Jesus. Sin has to be dealt with. It doesn't matter if you're brand new to Christianity or if you've been following Jesus for a lifetime. You are still human and prone to sin. When you do fall, and you will, take your mistakes to the cross. There's grace to cover it all again and again. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in 1 Corinthians next time. But for now, you can hear more at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. 
We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for a time of worship and Bible study. You'll find out more about the church at MainThingRadio.com or give us a call. Our phone number is 305-531-2730. When you call, let us know how we can be praying for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.